Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. I was very touched by Ollie yesterday watching the live stream of the making of the podcast and instantly he does a mean line in absolutely filthy breakfast talk. Anyway, he very sweetly asked me if I was getting outside enough. (laughs) Yes, that was about half 7am. And when I finished working at about 10pm, I thought, yes, 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 it would be good to get some vitamin D. I do need to get more sunlight. Uh, My bones are now similar in structure to a fantastic. On the upside, I'm very flexible. Not today, thank you. Uh, Yesterday uh, was quite a long day. Forgive me if I'm raving somewhat. Uh, We're all looking forward to Monday, aren't we? I'm sure. And uh, Sunday, the announcement of of lockdown easing. And I I, I don't want to be Mr. Gloomy Pants. I'm just saying that Spain just had to extend its state of emergency after they relaxed some of their lockdown rules, allowing exercise and had a second wave of I'm just I'm I'm just I'm just I want us to have fun. But I care about you, okay? I'm doing parental blackmail speak. It would be a lot of... I know. I know it would be a lot of fun for us all to go and lick a Garfunkel's salad bar sneeze guard right now. But we should probably still be cautious, however much we're dirty money addicts. Filled with Eastern promise. Oh, God. So, uh, the Turkish Delight debate rages on. So much rage, guys. Uh, Jaffa Cakes versus Turkish Delight. Martin with an I, not a Y, says, I love Jaffa Cakes, obviously, because I'm a human. I'm not a fan of Turkish Delight. You're not a human, you're an animal. Uh, Dean says, I love Jaffa Cakes. I like Turkish Delight from Turkey, okay? But not that fries rubbish. Uh, Jem gets a little bit elaborate with the whole thing. He says, uh, can I get my uh, datum in nice and early by confirming that uh, Jaffa cake, and then it's just like a tick and assorted icons and emojis, a Turkish delight, and then an X and assorted icons and emojis. He says, I can see the logic. Jaffa cakes have the snot bit atop the dry sponge, and Turkish delight is all snot with a chocolate coating, but only one of the phlegm stuffs is actual food flavoured. Sure, because who doesn't like concentrated orange squash turned into snot 
Michael, how dare you correlate Jaffa Cakes and Jerk Turkish Delight? You wash your mouth out with Cadbury's Caramel and a Double Decker Chaser. Oh, Double Deckers. Oh, I miss Double Deckers. So does Carenza, but she's not a fan of Cadbury's Caramel. Uh, Lee says, I only remember Turkish Delight being covered in some strange white powder in a bowl at my grandmother's. That may have just been my grandmother, though. Yes, uh, your grandmother was an absolute coke fiend. <laughs> um, I, by the way, I've never done any drugs. Like, literally no drugs. I've done alcohol and caffeine. Like, I've never even smoked a normal person, like, cigarette or anything. People always think I've done lots of drugs because, you know, I'm excitable. But I've, I've never done any drugs. But uh, Lee's grandmother, she... Woof, uh, it wasn't icing sugar and cornstarch, not at all. Uh, Lee wants to know uh, that we've done a there's a, 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 a survey that David has set up, and I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. He says, "Can we have Turkish Delight as the creation of a deranged perfumer option?" Erica says, uh, "Turkish Delight is for Christmas. It's for Christmas because nothing says Christmas like Turkey. Uh, Jaffa cakes are any time." Gem uh, says, "Good point. I am confusing all Turkish Delight with the Cadbury thing." not the Cadbury thing uh, Jim is the fries the fries Turkish delight from the creepy 70s when we were very creepy about everything around women uh, he says no it should be served in gelatinous cubes with a dusting of icing sugar to stop it from sticking to your hands it's not gelatinous it's cornstarch and disguise the fact that it tastes of flowers which are nice things to smell but not to eat oh so there's things you like to smell but not eat is that right makes sense now i think about it sorry uh, hellcat press says uh i'm, I'm gonna go with jaffa cakes only because i've had turkish delight and it was disappointing edmund sells out his siblings and causes aslan's death for the worst candy in existence but he's still nowhere near as bad as grandpa joe i don't know who grandpa joe is was he a coke fiend um Gemma, jaffa cakes uh meh uh turkish delight cabris it's not cabris it's fries uh turkish delight vile Turkish Delight proper, posh vile. Palmer Violets, yes, that became another category. The sweets a mother learns to tolerate because that's all that's left her after an exhausting Halloween treating. And please, just give me some sugar in any form right now, so help me God. Una says, I'm the opposite. And I like Palmer Violets, but not Earl Grey tea, which is another example of a food or drink that's basically perfume. I stand with Colleen, says, I love Palmer Violets too, reminds me of my gran. The Coke Fiend! I hate tea. Uh, Caleb Neville, horror writer, says, are we, to are we talking pure Turkish delight or the chocolate-covered variety? Uh, Morsephine says, WTF, why would one mess up the delicate rose flavour of Turkish delight by adding chocolate? Sounds like an American thing to do. Powdered sugar or bust? No, it's, it's a British thing to do. It's uh, something we're very good at. Cultural appropriation and then corruption. Uh, Rick Bean says, Every year my parents brought the same Christmas sweet selection and every year the Turkish delight would remain repeatedly intact. It was years before my mum admitted defeat. I just remember something about the, the fries Turkish delight that came in the very pretty wrapper. Um, the fuchsia pink metallic foil wrapper. Did anyone ever eat one of those that wasn't pre-crushed? Like it was like... The bar had been trod underfoot before you got to it and all the chocolate was sort of crumbled and stuck to the Turkish Delight. Is that just me? I don't know. Henny, Turkish Delight is quite possibly the most revolting and least delightful product known to humanity. No exceptions. Its original name means comfort of the throat. 
Are you, have you been watching the live stream on Patreon? So all it is is a jumped-up cough suite. Jakeman's. Any day of the week for me, thanks. Now, Jaffa Cakes, however. Uh, James Hart says, jumped-up cough suite was my wrestler name. <laughs> Suck hard. Isabel McLean. Palmer Violet's good. Turkish like meh. Uh, Earl Grey, bad. Jaffa Cakes, meh. Homeschooling dictates Ven this week. So excited for the results. Yes, of David Alt's survey. He's doing a survey. There's, there's, there's two hours left as I record. So about 11 a.m. on the 7th. Uh, British somebody. Um, uh, you can get your vote in. He's at Astro Tour 2010. And I'm not going to give you the results. I'll hold those over till tomorrow just so I can play that bed again because I quite like it. I'll leave the last word today, though, to David Brazel, who says, Did you know? that if you sprinkle Turkish Delight with a little olive oil, it makes them easier to scrape into the bin. Uh, thank you very much indeed for that, David. OK, look, I had a weird dream last night. I was um, on a fairly small uh, couch up in a sort of garret attic apartment with Alexander Armstrong. And he was being very, very, very nice. Very nice indeed. And... I came away from my sleep feeling uh, very much as if I that I'd been unfair to him because he was so nice to me in the dream. Although he did occasionally sort of bat my cheek with his knee, uh, but he was he was wearing jeans. Uh, but he he was so lovely. He was so lovely, and I came away thinking I'm a monster. Um, I've heard from multiple sources that he's he's very lovely, and maybe I should stop this bitterness. Maybe I should let go. Maybe I should just be happy that there's a nice man out there, you know, doing his thing and, uh, you know, all of that. And so I kept, for about an hour this morning, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to let go. I'm just going to let go. And then I remembered he supports the Countryside Alliance and loves shooting animals. And then I was angry again. I do, though, now have a bit of a soft spot for Greg Wallace and Inside the Factory. Because my little boy loves that show and was like, this guy's hilarious. He named a tin of soup. And suddenly I was like, oh, OK, I love you, Greg Wallace, because you made my kid laugh. And so I'm a bit hot and bothered and confused and conflicted about that one. Uh, I should talk to you about Somewhere Street. I'm going to do it now because I'll probably forget about it, but it would have been a nice thing to end the podcast on. If you're looking for something to watch, uh, there's lots of episodes on YouTube, but I think you can probably go to NHK World as well and watch it. Uh, NHK may well be, you may have access to the TV channel, and I recommend checking it out. It's the Japan's version of the BBC, and uh, they have some really nice programs on there. Just very occasionally, there's um, something on there that's so culturally far away from, from the West that you kind of go, whoa! There's a really great kids show called Pythagora Switch, uh, Pythagoras Switch, uh, which is just fantastic. Uh, it's just occasionally they'll show clips of like, a bullfight! <laughs> You're like, what? Why would you do that? Anyway, Somewhere Street, you know, was kind of pioneering in terms of slow television. It's brilliant. They just go to a city and they walk around and it's literally like a guy with a steady cam, and he just walks about. So you're sort of just floating through these streets. And because it's uh, effectively handheld, uh, they, get, they go up little tiny alleyways and all the rest of it. And frankly, they go places I, w I wouldn't go. 
I certainly wouldn't go with, I would say, approximately 25 grand's worth of uh, AV gear. Uh, and they just talk to people and sort of say, excuse me, what are you up to? And th- there's like a voiceover that's done in post. So it's like really chilled out. It's not like they're doing it fighting the street traffic noises. And the music is beautiful. Um, but the voiceover goes, let's take a stroll. Ah, oh, what a lovely day. And it's just, it's just really nice. Sometimes... It's really weird and creepy. And uh, the the sort of, I think they hire local stringers who can speak to all the, the locals there and stuff on their behalf. But um, very occasionally they'll say something that's very pre-Me Too or pre-2017 and you kind of go, <coughs> it's like a bullfight moment. But uh, the rest of the time it's just really nice. It's very soothing. And, and it's extraordinary, the stuff that they stumble across. And, you know, frankly... I wouldn't talk to a bunch of about 10 highly drunk people living in Jerez who've been drinking sherry by their own admission all night and it's now 10 in the morning and they're off their heads. I wouldn't walk into that bar, but they walk in. It's amazing. Check it out. Somewhere Street. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, anyway, let's go to your emails now that I've covered that because I needed to cover that and uh lots of emails thank you very much indeed uh some exchange stories uh lindsay uh says hi my name is lindsay and i'm a new fan of the not today thank you podcast well welcome along thanks very much for being here this is uh, hellcat press i think on the twitter i have a story about being a foreign exchange student in london it was 2006 and i was a junior in college Quick maths. Okay, okay, right. Uh, my college had a learning centre set up in London. Well, I think if they did, it would have been a centre spelt C-E-N-T-R-E, not E-R. Um, like our theatres. Uh, but it didn't have dorms. Everyone had to rent a flat. My friends and I were renting a flat in Bayswater. And every day I would walk through Kensington Garden to get to school because I was too cheap to buy a tube pass. No, that's a good idea. There was a shoe store I used to pass every day. This is like somewhere street. There was a shoe store I used to pass every day. And one day I saw the most glorious pair of sneakers in the window. That's trainers. Uh, They were black high tops with a little yellow Batman logo all over them. Oh, brilliant. 
They were beautiful and I simply had to have them. For months, I scrimped, saved and counted my pennies. On my 21st birthday, I was able to afford them as a gift to myself. I wore them everywhere. Eventually, in 2012, the souls fell apart. Oh, I love that story. I think actually Hellcat Press has put a a picture of them uh, up on Twitter that you can go and check out. I love that. Um, uh, Anyway, she cried when they couldn't be fixed. She says, I've since replaced them uh, with other high top superhero sneakers currently on my second pair of Catwoman sneakers. Oh, that's cool. Uh, But I'll never forget stopping dead in my tracks on a crowded London sidewalk. It's pavement to stare at a gorgeous pair of Batman sneakers. That's trainers. Love the show, Lindsay. Oh, thanks so much. And she says, uh, I'm trying to type this one handed while holding a squirmy baby in my lap. Oh, well, that, thank you for the effort. That's hugely appreciated. Uh, Pablo Bonzo says, uh, how do Jake and the Apostles? I don't think that's how he talks. In fact, I know that's not how he talks. I think, are, are, are you from Wales? I could be wrong oh i'm just digging a hole now i'm just gonna keep digging anyway when i when i was 16 no when i was 16 i went on a french exchange to po a small town in the southwest of france near the pyrenees mountains named of course after the teletubby yes i know that area extremely well Biritz, uh all of that saint jean de luz uh, there were many reasons to go on the exchange to experience another country and its culture as a last-ditch attempt to improve my predicted F-grade at GCSE, to meet people of my age from a foreign land and potentially create lifelong friendships. Or, as was my reasoning, to legally drink and smoke copiously far from home. I stayed with Jean-Sébastien. Ah, Jean-Sébastien. Jean-Sébastien! Déjeuner! And his lovely family in a farmhouse on the outskirts of the town. His dad was a pâtissier. Result? By the way, have you watched Le Meilleur Pâtissier yet? It's the great French bake-off. Le Meilleur Pâtissier. It's fantastic. It's two hours long. And it's not like you're going to miss anything in the plot. You know, a dropped cake is a fairly international. Don't worry if you can't speak the French. It's brilliant. Anyway, uh, and Jean-Sébastien had a moped. So we got to ride about like cool kids. And because they were French, they were happy to let me drink and smoke to my heart's content. (laughs) I don't think your heart was overly content about that. During our time uh, there, we got to meet the recently elected socialist mayor. We visited a stables where they trained horses for the Olympics. Our new friends took us to drink in bars, catering to younger people. Uh, They had a Tekken arcade machine. We played and won two England versus France laser quest games. I hate those things. Oh, God, it got me again. Oh, God, I'm out. Uh, Pablo says, I was top scorer on both games and got a free game voucher. 23 years later, I still haven't cashed it in. Well, with interest, that's probably like 45 free games. We had our own fan club of French girls who skipped school to follow us around and giggle. And we nearly created an international incident whilst drunk in Lourdes. Not sure if I'm allowed to elaborate on that one. (laughs) It's fine. I don't think many people who are the police in Lourdes listen to this. I can check on the uh, Insights tab on ACAS. Anyway, and I got to cop off with a girl in the year above who all the boys were smitten with. As a side note, her mother has since become a best-selling author whose books have been adapted into a hit TV show that might rhyme with the word Shearer. Wow. Uh, all in all, it was a great French exchange. We, re- we returned home after a week away, almost forgetting that they'd be coming over to see the sights and sounds of Newcastle. Yes, nailed the accent, Jacob. 
Welsh. Idiot. Sorry, Pablo. <laughs> when they did come over, it became clear. <coughs> excuse me. Ah, <coughs> see. Ah. It became clear that our idea of fun, hanging around the back track drinking cider, was a bit passe by their standards, and the week dragged. We took them to the beach. It rained and a football match where some hooligan beat up one of the exchange party before the match. So we all had to leave early. <laughs> Man, in a last ditch attempt to show them a good time, we had a night out in Newcastle to see some local bands. Us English lot got ridiculously drunk to the point that our French guests, with their more tempered approach to booze, had to look after us and made sure we got the train home without incident. That was it. They went home a day later, definitely getting the short end of the international exchange stick. The French exchange was banned at our school after that. <laughs> Possibly to do with the Lord's incident. Oh, yeah. The Lord's incident. <clears throat> uh, and I ended up with a G at French GCSE. Learning by osmosis. Not so much. Sorry if this is rambling without point. To be fair, I just wanted to boast about how good I was at Laser Quest. Thanks, Pablo. From Newcastle. The place, not a pointlessly expensive vanity project. <laughs> I'm having a... Well done. Thank you, Pablo. That was brilliant. And Joel says, uh, Dear Jake, been a while. Hope you're well. Fine, thanks. Hope you're well. Sadly, on the topic of school exchanges, I have almost too much to share all from a school trip to southern Kazakhstan in 1991. Kazakhstan! Who has a school exchange to Kazakhstan? Yes, come and see the cotton slaves of Kazakhstan and the toxic lakes. Where better, says Joel, for 16 teenage boys from North London to be sent, but the Central Asian desert to witness the collapse of the Soviet Union. Each of us was placed with various unprivileged but incredibly generous and hospitable hosts who would often go without breakfast themselves. So they had enough pork lard, pancakes and salmon caviar to force down you, insisting that you ate so much that many of us would be sick in our mouths and have to force it down with cups of tea with jam. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's all heartbreaking. On one ill-fated trip to the old capital, Almaty... A restaurant opened up just for us, probably seeing a chance to offload its ageing supply of breaded horse cutlets, which we chose to risk. We chose poorly. On the 12-hour overnight bus ride back to our host families in Shimkent, various classmates would rush to the public toilets at every stop as the horse meat made one last break for freedom. Da -da! Da -da 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 I seem to have dodged the illness, laughing as various boys sprinted to use unlit Soviet public toilets in the dead of night. In the morning, some 20 miles from our destination, the gurgling began in me. Then the griping. Then the sweating. Then the panic. Before long, I was at the front of the bus, pleading in GCSE Russian with the bus driver to stop. He wasn't having it, saying there was no toilet and that I'd have to wait. I insisted again, and finally he stopped the bus, much to the annoyance of the locals and the delight of the tourists, as they sensed my comeuppance was finally upon me. Joel says, I don't know if you know southern Kazakhstan. I mean, it's been a while. But for the most part, it's an incredibly barren place. 
We were the only vehicle for miles in the middle of a vast plain with a small line of neatly planted trees about a hundred metres away, the only cover. I dashed over broken ground, sensing my watching schoolmates whooping with delight, and just made it to a tree that was half as narrow as I was. There was no hiding, as I did what I had to do, essentially in plain sight, and I blushed and waddled back to the bus, whose horn the driver had been beeping, either to hurry me up or join in with the screaming laughter of the passengers. When I retook my seat, even the chickens and the solitary goat in the bus appeared to have thoroughly enjoyed the spectacle. I slumped down in my seat, relieved but miserable, at which point a friend leaned over and asked why I hadn't done my business just behind the bus, where no one could have seen. <laughs> I did wonder that, Charles. I'm off for a lie down. All the best. <laughs> oh, Joel. Joel in Finsbury Park, the neighbourhood, not the park. Well, the day is young, isn't it? They're easing lockdown. Uh, I have more emails, which I will hold over until tomorrow. This has gone on for a bit and it's jolly late and I think I may have missed Joe and Rosie Wicks, uh, which is a shame. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. I hope you will too. Uh, don't forget to uh, spread the word about the podcast if you enjoy it. Um, and uh, do get in touch. It's at Not Today Pod on Twitter. Uh, there's a Not Today Pod page on Facebook. And you can always email any more exchange stories or thoughts about Turkish Delight. It's Not Today. All one word. Not Today. I'll do it like Michael Gove. Not Today. Not Today. Not Today at swanburst.com. Uh, that's it. Enjoy the day. Looks like a nice one. Hope it is where you are. Lots of love. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.